Hello, Silvertown. Welcome to the Silvertown podcast. Let's jump on that silver train and ride, ride it into the incredible, wonderful world of sobriety. And in this podcast, we're going to be talking about addiction and recovery. And today we have a special guest, Blue. Hello, Blue. Hi. How you doing, Drifter? Good, good. So, Blue, we've known yep. each other for like nine months, huh? I about that, yes. So we met each other on an app, and we're not going to um, um, say which app. So, because we're not representing or or anything like that of any apps or any internet. I can't even Got think. It. I'm so tired. So anyway, but you've been trying to get sober. Tell tell us a little bit about what's going on. How long you've been trying to get sober? Well, really, it's been a little over ten years. Um, and I realized I had like a real problem. Um, trying to cut back, moderate. Um, I was on another. It wasn't an app. It was actually, it was um, Women for Sobriety. It was um, affiliated locally. It's out of Pennsylvania. And I did the face-to-face for a while. And I attended a conference I had in Pennsylvania, which was pretty cool. It was a three-day weekend of all women. And there was different um, programs that they had. And I enjoyed it. Um, But I still, I actually got tripped up one night. I was at the face-to-face and all the ladies are talking, sitting around romanticizing the drinks that they had. And it threw me into craving. And I had six months sober by then. And I started drinking again. I never went back to that. Needless to say. So and then I tried for a while on my own. And um, I tried AA a few times and it, that wasn't for me. And um, and then I found the app where I met you. And um, it's probably been the most supportive but I'm still having issues. Um, this crap gets a hold of you and it doesn't want to let go. And so I don't you, were, want... you were a daily drinker, right? Um, for a good, yeah, that's when my problem started because my husband actually had lost his local job and had to move out of state for two years. And that was a long distance marriage. And I was alone. And at the same time, my son actually moved out and moved in with a friend in Connecticut. So they both left me at the same time. That was very hard. And then two years later, things changed. Long story short, they both came home at the same time. And I got used to being alone at that point. <laughs> so it was like, but when you're alone, yeah, I mean, what, what else? You, you, you pop a cork. And so. Um, so you saw so, you had a problem with the daily drinking. Yes, I did. And, and then within trying to quit and having clumps of time of being sober then when I did have a craving or an urge or an issue that sent me because I have anxiety and that's probably my catalyst that makes me want to drink. Um, when I have an issue I can't handle, which my marriage has been rough ever since my husband lost his job. It's been a lot of jobs and um, a lot of ups and downs. But um, that's when I turned into a binge drinker with trying to stop. I could do two, three weeks. I could do a month. I got up to two months one time um, and then whatever sets me off. And then I, I go a couple of days. I'm not like these a week two bingers. I, I just go a couple of days enough to make myself sick. Okay, I can't do this. And, and then two, three weeks later, sometimes a month, it's like it's it's there again. It's um, even though I think through the drink and all that, you know, it's just end up drinking a day or two and then stop. And so, it just kicks your ass. Sick. Yeah, yeah. I'm older now. I, I, I can't keep doing this. It's yeah. I don't feel good. Not at all. So does it affect you like it does so many other people where you wake up the next day and you're just like, oh, my God, what am I doing? And you just you hate. Well, I have physical symptoms. It might start that night. My heart doesn't beat correctly. I do um, develop gastritis because it does. It kills the lining of your stomach. Now, I did have breast cancer 21 years ago. And from that treatment, um, of course, it killed a lot of the good cells with the bad. So my, I do have stomach issues. I also developed anxiety issues after that because I had insomnia and then got put on medication. So that's something, unfortunately, that's like something you get addicted to because it's not something you're supposed to be on long-term. I've been on it 20 years now. It's a, it's a uh, what do you call it? Ativan is the, the, you know, the medical name for it, but it's a razapan. It's, you know, it's addictive. <laughs> so, but anyway. So- Here's the insanity of yeah. alcohol. 
Because you take care of yourself, don't you? <laughs> Crazy enough, I do. I'm organic. I exercise. I take loads of vitamins. I take milk thistle to keep my liver clean <laughs> from the alcohol. I mean, I do whatever I can to clean up my mess. And yes. So I've known, I've known you from that app for a while now. I have to say that you have tons of support there. A lot of people yeah. really love you. They really care about uh, what's going on. And, and we've seen you, um, you do really well for a while. And then you'll just like, uh, you'll do a reset or disappear for a while and then come back. So you've done that again. And you just uh, tell us what happened the, just the last couple of days. Um, let's see. I had a month pushing five weeks and, um, there was a couple things that brought me to that point, but it's, like I said, my marriage is, um, a little rough and we had a fight and that I, that's what I, I run to the bottle. And by the second day and I didn't feel good and I was in the kitchen and I had bought a box this time because um, money's a little tight and you get four bottles. I have a box. <laughs> so I, I poured the glass and I'm standing there. I have the scissors in my hand. I take the, the bag out of the this box. This is after you've already drank a box. Though, a box. The day before. Yes. And I had bought a second box. Yeah, so this is box day. number two we're talking about. Yes. Yeah. I've never. Yeah. This is probably the most. I was a two bottle person, which is bad enough, but let alone four. They say there's four in that box. I, I think hey, I you're prepared them. now. You're you've become a two bottle to a two boxer. <laughs> <laughs> funny, funny. Okay. Well, I cut that sucker open, pour it down the drain. <laughs> you did. I did. But I left some in the glass. I have a glass and I'm looking at it and I'm smelling it. I tasted it. It was like and then I poured it. It was just so that done. was the night before last, right? Yes, because today technically today's day one. Yesterday was day zero. So, right. Day. And I think it's important that <clears throat> we get people on this podcast. It's not just about everybody that's got six months, a year, ten years. It's people. It's we're in the battle. And day day one, day zero, day one, that's this is where the battle is. And um, so we were, you and I were talking with an email and stuff and, and I, and I ran this by you that maybe we would bring you on here, kind of do a off the cuff with blue is what we're going to call it to where we, you can kind of tell us your story right now, what you're doing. And then we'll um, maybe get back with you in two months and see where you're at. And maybe this will help you be one of the tools to get focused because you there's so many avenues that you can take and you know, a lot of avenues you've been, how long have you been on that app? Um, actually January signed on of 2019, January 1st. You've seen a lot of people I, fail and you've seen a lot of people succeed oh, yeah. both. Yeah. And you've seen all the different methods. I mean, some people like uh, the 12 steps, some people are more like the science of it. It's everybody coming under one roof. It doesn't matter how you get sober. You just get sober. And so you've seen a lot of different, have you like, so here you are at day one. How do you feel right now as far as what do you want to do? Well, I'm determined that I don't want to put that bottle to my mouth again. Um, I have lots of outlets. I've been practicing meditation now. I'm into, let's see, what's 680 days? I don't know. I wish I had that many days sober, but I have that many days of meditation without missing a day. I do yoga. I exercise. I do cardio. I paint now. And I don't mean walls. <laughs> I paint on right. paper. Right. Uh, I'm done with the walls thing. One of these days I'll hire somebody for that. But um, I'm implementing. I um, eat clean. I take a lot of supplements. I do all the right things except that one thing. The so poison. I was, uh, James cleared uh, the atomic habits. He was talking about um, a lot of people that they keep trying and they do the same thing over and over and they keep failing, but that's the problem. They're not, you may have this routine you do. Have you thought about maybe changing the routine up just a little bit and finding something that may work for you? Have you done all the quit 
have you done like all the Annie Gray's Craig Beck? Do you do podcasts every day? Um, I've tried a few. Annie, Annie Gray's some actually I've run I've read at least a dozen books. I've done Annie Gray's 30 day experiment two times. <laughs> I have read you're her book. Good two, at that because you I, read, got, books, I, mean, you I can underline do 30 I, days. What? You can do 30 days. So that's not yeah. like doing a 30 day experiment is easy for you because yeah. you can do 30 days. Yes. It's that after that is when that, that little trickster in your head starts whispering, hey blue. Hey, Blue, come here, come here. <laughs> I got something for ya. Yeah, you know, what you got? Let's go down to the boardwalk, baby. <laughs> That's close by, you know. <laughs> I, I do. So, um, but I mean, there's, I like podcasts and I listen to them. Yeah. I mean, there's so many, the Recovery Elevator, Craig Beck, Annie Grace. I tried Beck, that. I didn't care for him too much. I do like Annie Grace. I'm definitely Annie Grace person. But like I said, I read her book two times and I underlined. I bent pages back. You name it. I did it. I just, um, I read, yeah, she's my favorite book. I've read Alcohol Explained. That was very good. I studied that. I I, I study books. I and you've been to seminars. I mean, you've done yes. all kinds of shit to try to get your sobriety. Yes. Yeah. It's not from a lack of trying. It is not. No, you're a professional trier. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? We all have those moments like, man, I must. You heard her um, story. Did you listen to her story? Most of it. I have to finish it. I didn't finish yet. But she, I mean, I remember seeing her reset, 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 just getting her ass kicked. And then something clicked. And that's what I was thinking with you. Maybe... This podcast is different. Let's try this. Let's get let's get blue on the podcast and see if we can maybe uh, and then we'll we're gonna do this with you. We're gonna we have you on now. You're telling us what's going on. Then maybe in two or three months we'll see where you're at again. We'll have you on again and see um, where you're at then. And I think it's worth a try, right? Yes, yes. Thank you. Appreciate you doing this for me. And, and I guess that the only thing I wish we could all just give every each other what we have. I mean, here you go. This got me sober. You can use it, but it doesn't work that way, does it? No. We all have to find that way for ourselves. So you got tons of support. And I guess you're gonna have to filter through everything and and that's what I did. I filtered. I just got on there and I dove in and I found out what everybody was doing. Hell, I'd never even heard of Annie Grace and Craig Beck, but that ended up working for me. Yeah. But staying involved. And for me, I wanted to give back. And that's why I started this podcast so I can give back. It, that This keeps me doing something that helps me keep sober too. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's a positive thing. So, so everybody's got to find what works for them. And I'm praying that you find what works for you. Thank you. Me too. <laughs> so, um, what else do you, is there anything else you want to really talk about? Well, let's get on to, um, how you feel right now. You, you don't want to go back to the alcohol, right? No, no. Have you, uh, I mean, have you felt this determined before? Maybe more determined before. So what do you think is going to change? Part of me is afraid. You have a question you ask everybody at the end. And yes. that my answer would be that honest answer is. Here, let I'm me ask not... the question. Okay. <laughs> do you romanticize alcohol? And I'm adding a little bit more on that. And what do you do about it? I can't say I romanticize it. I don't know. Um, I use it as a crutch. It, it's um, my anxiety really is off the charts. You should have saw me on the phone just now with Amazon trying to straighten out that mess. It's just um, things like that really set me off stupid things and, and you know, as well as the important things. But um, I, I need to get control <laughs> of my emotions. I need to... Uh, probably do yoga twice a day, meditate four times a day. I don't know. I have to find, you know... Right now, with the, the pandemic has not helped. It's been a very cold, dismal, gray winter, and I had had bouts of depression, and I don't do well in winter, generally speaking. 
but um yeah I've this has a kicked a lot of people's asses this pandemic. yeah but i've been exercising i got myself a um a gym grade elliptical i lost 13 pounds uh, i've been staying active i'm you look very great thank you so um it's just a matter of um not using it for a crutch it's a crutch i, I romanticize no I, I wouldn't say that's me. so like okay so two weeks has passed um you you've been feeling strong for two weeks and then something happens you get an argument with your husband or because can it be good or bad or what what triggers you do you know bad it's usually bad that triggers you the yeah. anxiety and shit yeah huh maybe i don't know i have no idea because i'm not a counselor or nothing but i just i'm hoping that we get you on here and then we have you back in a, in a couple months do you've at least can go that well let's just do one day at a time i guess okay one day at a time put me down a few months from now okay no a month maybe but let's we see. are we can plan ahead and i do want to like do a follow-up with you <clears throat> and even if that follow-up means like um well i'm not i don't even want to say it i just want you to i want you to have success so me too yeah my health so you don't depends on, i don't want to be in the hospital i've even watched videos on and on people being in the hospital their stomachs blown up iv and that they're just so sick their organs are shutting down i mean i i've i've done so much besides the reading i've watched so many videos on what it does to people and it's like why you're, edu you're educated on, on alcohol aren't you very yep very i mean you've done all the quick look book and you've done, man, you've just done so much. You've done 10 years of research, basically, haven't you? Yeah, I've even done medical research. So it's, <laughs> you know, I, I try to see, find what works. And uh, something's going to work. Here hasn't been it either. <laughs> well, uh, maybe a podcast. <laughs> Who knows? But I <laughs> well, do know I enjoy this. talking to you. It's very comfortable. I'm not the Zoom type. I tried it a few times. I get too anxious. I'm completely relaxed. You look at you. I know you look relaxed and I am yeah. too. Last time I was like really tense, but now I'm, however, this is going to work. It's going to work. And we can, you, you've just got so much support with you blue. And I just hope you find a way to use that support and yes. don't, don't do what I do because I always disappear. <laughs> that's one promise I have made to myself. I'm, I'm not disappearing. I'm not deleting myself any, not even any of my stories. I'm just, I'm, I'm staying put. Staying yeah. Put. I, I really do believe that being connected is, um, it's huge. Yeah. So, but yeah, there are times when I have learned a lot about myself by just going off and trying to get my head straight too. So, okay. Then let's okay. see you in a couple months and see what you're doing until then basically one day at a time and much love to you and we're Thank you. hoping for tons of success okay and let me close this out real quick so thank you for for all of you listening to the sober town podcast jump on that sober train and ride pour the alcohol down the sink like blue did and the glass too. Don't leave a half glass full. <laughs> anyway, thank you all for listening and uh, come see us next time. Thank you. Hello and welcome to Silvertown. Welcome to the Silvertown podcast. Let's jump on that sober train and ride right into the incredible, wonderful world of sobriety. And today we have blue and we're doing off the cup with blue. And this is uh, our second one. And Blue, how are you this morning? I'm doing good. So with you, Blue, we've decided that we're going to keep bringing you back. We're going to keep um, seeing how you're going and checking in with you. Um, because you're normal, uh, you relax, you had to reset. I'm a binge relapse. drinker, binge drinker. So there you I go. can go almost a month and then a day or two got a drink. Yeah. So I have a hard time stopping completely. So we're going to dive in with you and see if we can get past that.
So what's it been about two weeks? Today, Marks, I just posted. I usually don't post unless it's today's day 17 or 18, 18, I think. And uh, you're still sober. I'm still sober. How's it been? Uh, it's been good up until maybe, well, Friday and Saturday. Well, Saturday, Sunday was a little rough just because of lack of peace in my home. And that's all I'll say. But um, we're working on that. And um, and that's your so, trigger, though. Too. That's my trigger. Yeah. 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 So what, what have you been doing to like, get through that? Um, pretty much th- I, I have to accredit it really to mindfulness and the fact that I have been doing it. It's been 400 days in a row now. It really does help you to um, just sit with things for a minute and um, think through the drink, really think. And then with my last time that I drank, getting older now, uh, it affects me a lot. Like I, it gives me stomach issues. It, I'm now getting acid reflux and heartburn and, and things I don't want. It wakes you up in the middle of the night. And um, so with that being said, not to mention heart racing and all the other things that kind of go with, you know, leftover residual drinking from the next day over. Anxiety. <laughs> so let's let everybody know that we communicate a lot on the I Am Sober app. Right. And um, normally you're like your MO is to like, and I delete the app too. And you've deleted the app kind of for a couple of different reasons, but you like when you, if you go into drinking mode, you delete the app and you disappear, right? Yes. Out of guilt, shame, um, embarrassment, mostly embarrassment, maybe letting people down, letting myself down. Um yeah, but embarrassed. I, I can't do that day one, day zero, day one, day two. I can't. I, I just can't. So I just rather go away and come back with some time under my belt, which I did this last time. I had a month. And some crap hit the fan here in the house again. And then I'm back to day one. So I was good. I'm staying. I'm not deleting. That's my promise to myself. <laughs> you know, I, I look at the IAS app and even this, I look at like our sobriety is that we're in there the arena and you've seen that with my pulse and i i talk about that a lot yes have you ever have you ever read theodore roosevelt's the man in the arena no here you know it's not very long let me let me show you real quick he says it is not the critic who counts not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done them better the credit belongs to the man who was actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood, who strives valiantly, who errs, who comes up short again and again, because there is no effort without error and shortcomings. But he who does actually strive to do the deeds knows who knows great enthusiasms, the great devotions, who spends himself in a worthy cause who at best knows in the end triumphs of high achievement and who at worst, if he fails, at least he fails while daring greatly so that his place shall never be with those cold and timid souls who never, neither know, nor victory nor defeat. And that's, that's you blue. I mean, you're, you're in the arena and that's a lot of, us we're in the arena and at least you're trying and i i think i know there's a lot of shame and guilt that goes with those resets but they have their purpose too don't you think i guess they're a stepping stone um a way to i don't know you learn something from that if you step back and think about it i suppose yeah um but you're in the arena fighting you're covered in dust sweat blood tears the whole friggin you know, mess. And it's hard. It's hard, but at least you're trying and you're not somebody at least who who doesn't know the difference because you know the difference and you try. Right. Yeah. I'll never give it. I'll never give up trying. And that's why we're here with you blue, because we want to keep trying with you and your sobriety. As you've seen, there's a lot of people that love you. Yes. Yeah. 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 So I was thinking last night, um, because we talked a little bit, and then you mentioned that you know you didn't want to drink also because 
Um, you were coming back on here too, right? Yes. This was a great incentive to keep me sober. I got to be honest. Yes. So the weekend I'm thinking, oh, shoot, I got to see <laughs> Drifter on Tuesday. Okay. Well, I, you know, I can do this. You're, you're, I'm, I'm getting support. You know, I'm not alone. I'm not alone. And, and that, that's a big thing. My husband doesn't understand because he'll have a glass of wine and like he's done, you know, so I'm, I'm really alone in this. I have some friends locally that I've talked to. They don't understand, but they're sympathetic, but that, that's all di different. It's just different. But those who are there and get it and are going through it with me. Are, yes. And that's why we have this community to um, we support each other because a lot there's a lot of people, men and women like you, that don't have the support at home. Yes. Uh, yes. I, yeah, I see that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, this app is uh, it's funny. The couple of times that I would delete myself and I was like, hey, I can't go back there. I'm too embarrassed. Let's find another app to go to. <laughs> and I get on these apps like, really? This is not my home. <laughs> yeah. Your home is with us, Blue. Yes, sure. definitely. For sure. So that so being said. With um, what. So what did you do? There, there was three days, right, that were just kind of tough. How did you get through them? Um, well, one day I actually went outside and I did yard work and then did my shutout and got out my lawn stuff because, you know, we got winter here. So things that I put things away. And so just getting outside and laying in the sun and taking my dog to the park and, you know, just my husband kept busy, too. So we had our distance throughout the weekend. He still had to do his thing. And then I did mine. So by that separation um, helped to cool things off. So, um, but normally you would just get a bottle and go shut yourself up in your room and, and go at it. It, will, it wasn't bad enough this time to be honest with you. And I think I've, um, I know I'm looking at things differently. I, I feel stronger this time around. I feel more determined, but, um, normally, yeah, I would, um, but, but it's like sneak out cause I don't drink in front of them. I try and hide it. So that's very stressful. And then, you know, it's just stressful. So it's like, I think about it, it's like, no, it's just too stressful. That's got to be more stressful than staying sober and dealing with it. I, I actually, I think I've just had a revelation. <laughs> Deal is. with it. Sit with the feelings. <laughs> it is more stressful. Here we think we're escaping and we're just piling it on ourselves. Yeah. So uh, by sitting with feel, I have to learn to sit with my feelings. I'm a very emotional person. And since I have anxiety, that probably heightens my um emotional issues so um but you know i that's kind of dangerous too if you don't have a way out of your feelings right i mean because then all that shit can just be overwhelming if you're just overwhelming yes if you're sitting in your feelings and we talked about this yesterday a little bit like act using act and yeah. you're like well let me get my notes and let me check it out but i would like to suggest to everybody it's really simple and if to just get it in your head, you first just become aware what's going I'm feeling something, what's going on. Then you clarify it. You, okay, this has to do with drinking. How are you feeling? Your is your heart racing? Are you feeling flushed? You just you just clarify what's going on in your body. And then you play the movie forward like piece one and everybody else has taught me to play the movie forward and then not that just helps you so you're not just sitting in your emotion you know right and you're doing you're being proactive proactive yes you're, you're not just letting that trickster sit there and hammer you because once you start playing that movie forward with me it just starts really shutting it down yeah. 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 You have to divert your attention. Well, I, I found something it, it's act and I put it in my own words to simplify it for me and help okay. me to remember. Cause I know you always say, okay, what's act. And I forget even what the A meant and the C and, and the T I always remember, think through, but the A stands for awareness of thought. So I wrote, we need to pause and observe what's going on in our mind. When we feel the craving, what the actual words for our brain is telling us, we don't judge. We get curious about what's going on. So that's the awareness of the thought by being curious about what's going on. And then the clarity, um, this I had a little problem with. So, but clarity around the thought, we need to investigate the effect of the thought. 
How does that thought make us feel? What are the emotions and the physical, the physical sensations that are attached to that thought? Like you said, the heart racing, the beating, the pounding, I get that. Um, and what are actions and behaviors that result from that thought? And um, we know where we go with that if we don't go to the next part, which is T for turnaround. This is where we design a new thought. We replace the triggering thought. We are giving our, by, by replacing this triggering thought, we're giving our brain a tool to rewire our brain and create a new pathway. So when our brains are not washed in alcohol, we are actively changing our thought patterns, which allows us to recondition these old decades of patterns in our brain that in the past caused us to quickly go from unwanted thoughts to unwanted behavior. So the new thought needs to be true enough that we can believe it and helpful enough that our brains will seek it out when we need it. That's, that's good stuff right there. And it's all really, you're just explained pretty much what has been going on with me. Now, when I first started doing the awareness, the clarity and the turnaround, it took a lot of effort, Blue. I mean, I just had to sit there and think about it. And you know where you wrote there that you're rewiring your brain, right? Yeah. And that's hard. It's hard. That's a big effort. But if you don't practice it, like, right. because we, we're drinkers and those thoughts cross my mind somewhere or another pretty much every day and several times a day. Um, really? one in one form or another. Yeah. But yeah. They, they're powerless now because I've been practicing with act and before it was okay. Aware, clarify, turn around. And now there's been another loop built in my mind. So when that loop plays about my addiction, Hey, you want to drink and this is going on or, and I start getting attacked all of a sudden I've got this new loop that's countering that other loop. And I'm not even really paying attention to it. It's just kind of like um, organically happening in my brain. So now I got the new loop that is kicking the ass on the old loop. And <laughs> I'm not doing nothing, really. But at first, wow. Blue, it took a lot. And I think it, it may have taken a couple months for that new loop to form. But it's working now. Yeah. Well, that's good. Yeah, that's definitely where thinking through the drink comes in and um, re-looping. <laughs> but in order to build that loop, we got to create it, which means practice, practice, practice. Practice, practice, yes. And so that way, because there's going to be days where you just get hammered. You get the big grand mall seizure type friggin' craving. You know, you got your basket and you're going past the the liquor aisle and having that tool in your basket could be the difference of just flipping that aisle off or going that down the aisle and grabbing whatever you drink. This is where I probably, um, I find it easier than you. We don't have liquor in our grocery stores. Mm. We have liquor stores. I would have to go out of my way to get liquor. So I'm glad that we don't have it in our grocery stores. That'll never happen in Jersey. So before that <laughs> trickster, makes you walk out to your car and then you just become a observer of an observer in your own mind as you drive to that friggin' liquor store. Does that ever happen to you? You're like an yeah. observer and you don't want to go, but you can't stop yourself. Right. right. And as soon as you get the, to the liquor store, the, the thing that drove you to that store, it goes away because you know, you're going into the store to pick up the bottle, you know, you're going home to open it and pour it in the glass. And it's so weird. And I've heard Annie Grace say this, and it is so true. The anxiety, you get in the car, you go, you get there. It's like, okay, I'm here now. It washed away. So why can't you turn around and not go in? Once I did it, maybe. Well, but, um, yeah, you haven't, you need a tool. Yes. That yeah. will combat that little demon bastard that's in your mind. And I mean, I don't know if act will work for everybody. It works for me if you practice it, but we all have to find a way, but playing it forward works with uh, almost everybody, I think. And yeah. in the end, that's what act does. It just teaches you how to play it forward in your mind. Yes, I agree. Definitely. So you feel pretty confident now. I mean, today, how do you feel today? 
Oh, a lot better than I did the last two days or so. Yeah, I, I, I feel more confident. So um, I think with each um, day that goes by and each craving I resist, I, I'm, I'm sure I'll get stronger. And um, the longer time goes by and you see all these people like yourself, you have all this time and it does become easier and it's not the monkey mind isn't always going all the time. And, um, and since being a binge drinker where I can go two and three weeks, maybe a month and then have a day or two where I drink that I'm not relooping. I'm not, the pathway is still there. I remember something I read about when you walk down the same path through the woods and you just make that mark and it stays there unless you take a new path. And well, then you have to trudge through all this new weeds and grass or whatever and make another path. And that's what I'm doing. I have to trudge a new path. And that's what you're, you're kind of doing by using act. Yes. You're actually making a new path. Yeah. Because I think when you sit there, it, you know, cause you hear that a lot. People say that a lot. Well, just sit in it. Well, what the hell does that mean? Because yeah, sitting- that's not good because the longer you, longer you sit and ruminate, the, the sooner you're out the door and in the car and buying liquor. Yeah. I got to have a way out. Cause if I just yes. sit in my shit, then I'm going to be a, a, a jerk to my wife. And um, I'm just an emotional wreck. I got to have a way out of, but I do understand that we're getting sober. We're feeling no emotions. You know, there's things that we're seeing about our past that, that, that kind of, you know, may bring us anxiety or depression or something. Um, and we have to deal with those emotions, but even those, I don't know if I just want to sit in them, you know? Yeah, no. <laughs> I'd rather, whatever mess I'm in, I'd rather get the hell out of it and get back to some form of balance in my thinking. Balance. Definitely. Yeah. Um, I, I found, a, I heard, um, oh, when you did with uh, Elaine, yeah. when you had, um your talk with her, she, she couldn't remember the name of the book. And I, I looked it up. I remembered it. It's by William Porter, Alcohol Explained. Now I read that book and that has to be next to Annie Grace. I kept that book in Annie Grace and, and that was excellent. Well, he came out with a number two. When I looked it up, I didn't realize number two has 17 chapters. Number 13 is about the binge drinker. Oh, there and, you go. So I'm sold. And then the last four are tools for quitting. So this whole book is about tools for a stronger sobriety. So um, I ordered it on Amazon, good old Amazon, and it'll um, be here by the weekend. So I'm, I'm going to start another book. I never thought I'd read another book because <laughs> I've read so many, but th- this is a must. And uh, I'll let you know how that goes. And see, you're in the arena. I mean, you're like, you're a sobertarian warrior. That's what I, We've got, I am sober. And then within I am sober, we have sober town. And then in sober town, we have the arena. That's kind of how I think about it, you know? Yeah. And that's where we're all fighting our asses off with this, these thoughts in our head. And uh, dang, my phone's going off. Hold on. And it went to snooze. I may have to go through another room. <laughs> I didn't even know I had an alarm set. I, I hit... Do not disturb, and my alarm goes off. Oh. But we're in the arena, and we're fighting, Blue. And then you're helping pick, because we're all going to get wounded some way or another. And I mean wounded by our thoughts um, or whatever battle we're fighting, because it's all in our head, right? All the battles. Yes. Yes. It's crazy, isn't it? Um, and that's the cool thing about IAS, because when you're, you get in your mess in your head, you can go in there, put up a post and, um, other people can help you push through it. Yes. uh, Yes, definitely. Yeah. Unless you delete everything (laughs) and go AWOL because then it's then just, you're on your own oh i can do this on my own i can do this i'll do it this time <laughs> or it's just on purpose because now we know what that little trickster not only put you in your car and drove you to the liquor store but be, he made sure before he before you left that you deleted everything all the tools that would help you yeah you know? because that part of your brain doesn't want all it wants is a drink yeah all that shit for a drink. Yeah, right. 
It's crazy, isn't it? And it's just in the brain. And it's just in the brain. Yeah. But you've read how, like Annie Grace talks about your conscious and your subconscious. Yes. And how powerful that subconscious is. It's crazy. Yeah. Well, you know, how powerful is that subconscious? A a little too powerful. (laughs) We should have more control over it. (laughs) But we can't because, I mean, the subconscious is where all your body functions it controls your heart rate, your blood pressure. It's building, it's, it has all these chemical reactions, uh, building blood cells. It's doing a trillion bazillion things at one time. And there's not one thing that we can tell our subconscious to go in and, and redo in all these areas of our brain. The subconscious is powerful. It's a powerful part of our, our mind. And then our consciousness is really not, I can like talk to you. I had to stop for a second while I turned off my uh, my alarm on my phone. It's not like I can do a lot of things at a time. <laughs> so that subconscious where that that um, trickster lives, we've got to learn how to, um, when it gets crazy and out of control, you know, I, Lou, I, this is how I picture it. I love picturing it like this. It's like a little gremlin, and other people, when I explained it, mentioned this too, a little gremlin that you fed that you shouldn't have fed is in your head, pulling levers, pushing buttons. And it knows all of your emotions, everything that you're feeling. And it knows how to manipulate you to get you in that, to delete all your shit on IAS, get in the car, drive you to the liquor store and put you back in that same friggin' cycle. That's how powerful that subconscious is. Wow. Yeah. I never, I, realized or thought about it or i mean like i read annie grace twice but some things go you know i think alcohol is kind of like dead in some of my brain cells so we tend to forget things you know it's um but well, we, yeah I, that, the rebel thing i remember because i remember that movie too and i can picture them pulling all the little <laughs> right <And laughs> see that's what act does it gives you a technique to deal with that powerful part of your mind that's going to flood you with emotions hell i'm i'm sure we got some people that they're walking past the liquor store and they're breaking out in sweats that because that part of their mind is just, you know, throwing all these chemicals. I want to drink. I want to drink. I want to drink. And it does. And it just throws us into depression, anxieties, all kinds of shit. I was like that. Oh, it's been a few years that I had that where I needed to crawl. I was crawling out of my skin for a drink. I'm not like that now. I, I, I mean, that was a few years ago when my drinking was more than just binge drinking. So when you I know that feeling, it's terrible. When you get to your points where you're going to go binge, how bad does that get? As in length of time? No, like, okay, say you were just sober for a month and then you deleted the app and went out drinking. So how long was... uh? I don't know. I got a new phone. I don't know how to. <laughs> I don't know how to turn off snooze on this stupid phone. How Why'd you just turn it off for now? <laughs> yeah, there we go. That's the best thing. Um, so how. When you went out to drink last time, how bad was that? You know what I'm saying? Just before I came back on again this past month. Yeah. When you relapsed last time, how how was it wasn't bad. It was two or three days of a relapse. No, but the moment when you went up to drink and you decided that you were going to drink, um, was it just screw this? I'm just going to go drink and you didn't feel nothing? Just Pretty much. I think so. So you didn't have like, <clears throat> you weren't having like um, thoughts before that that had built up? Not this. No, I don't think this last time. No. So you just get to a point where I mean, it's fast and hard and got to (laughs) go kind of a thing. It just fast. Yeah. Past years, it was like um, something that built up to the point of turn the car around and go back to the liquor store kind of a thing. But I'm not there now. I'm, I'm not that person. I'm different. Well, that's what we want to do because, and that's why we keep talking with you because we don't want that to happen 
we're trying to avoid that from happening to you again. Yeah, thank you. you. (laughs) And whatever we can do to get past it. But at least we've made it to today. So what what is today? How many days? How many days? days? Yeah. Oh, I think it's, um, what did I say, 18? Let me look. It'll turn 18 at, at, I think, 11 o'clock, because that's when, that was the morning I poured it down the drain. It'll be 18 days in less than an hour. (laughs) Congratulations. Thank you. And you're looking great, by the way. And you do a lot to keep looking great, don't you? Well, yeah, I exercise. Um, I do cardio. I do um, strength training. I want to say weight training, but I'm not in the gym anymore. I belong to the gym for most of my adult life. So um, I do what I can at home and um, just ordered some new sneakers for my old feet. I want to start walking again with the weather getting nice. And oh, yoga is big. Yoga is big. I try and do it every day. And, and you uh, eat right. Oh yeah. I, I eat good. We eat good. We don't need a lot of red meat. We, you know, and when I do, it's organic. And I just bought a half a cow. So <laughs> I bought a half a cow, like literally. <laughs> yeah. That's how I usually buy a cow or a half a cow. Wow. And, um, but so I eat a lot of red meat, but you also take a lot of vitamins, a lot of supplements. Yes. So you're really conscious of uh, your being, uh, your health and everything. Always have been. Yes. Yeah, since my late twenties, always once I put the pot down. <laughs> with cigarettes, cigarettes. Let's see, cigarettes have been thirty-eight years ago. I, you know what? It's funny. I started as a teenager, like all teenagers do, and and I started everything. I drank, I smoked, and did pot. And then I quit the cigarettes. I quit the pot. But then drinking took on a different meaning because drinking was like in the background, where the pot was more in the foreground. I mean, we'd go out to the bars. Maybe once a week, like on the weekends, like most teenagers do with the fake ID. Because <laughs> right, I wasn't right. 18 yet. It's 18 in our state now. It's 21. But um, yeah, so, you know, that we, we did that, you know, once or twice a week. And uh, so, no, it, don't go out and drink. And um, But the, yeah, the good times. I remember the first time I got drunk. Oh, my goodness. Snuck out the window where I, I live in a be- beachy area. And most of the people that come down here to their beach homes are from New York City. So um, there was a party this one night. I think I was 15, 14 or 15. And uh, so I snuck out my window because my parents are dead sleeping and they don't know anything anyway. So I go to this party. They had to ca- literally carry me home the first time I ever drank. And I'm singing up, up and away in my beautiful balloon. It still sticks on my head. I still see myself being carried home, <laughs> being thrown back in my window. And I was so sick. It's like, why do you, I mean, it doesn't taste good. It doesn't smell good. It makes you puke. Why do you go back to it? And that was the first time, you know, well, that, but, that day, crazy. Cre- that day you created that loop that has been kicking your ass. Wow. Now, yeah. It's a long you know. time. And I'm 64, <laughs> you know, that loop's got to go, got to cut it up. <laughs> right or at least get build something to fight it yeah and that's what i think you're doing i mean that what you wrote about act is great and the whole thing is getting it off paper and the littlest thought blue the littlest thought i i would practice it on and now when the littlest thought comes i don't even know it it just like that other that's a good idea yeah yeah i mean it doesn't matter what the thought is that way you're practicing or well I mean, how big the thought is that way you're practicing and you're not sitting there and you get blindsided by that Mack truck that runs over your ass and drags you over to the liquor store, you know? <laughs> um, Great analogy. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess we'll be seeing each other again yeah, in, in a couple of weeks. And let's just keep rolling with you on this blue. And I would like to know in a couple of weeks, if you if you've used this and if it, you know, how it's working too, um, and how you're feeling. Definitely. And I noticed I, I have, I've been so busy with everything that I got going on and I haven't had a lot of time to get, there's certain people I like to get into IAS and check them out as things are going. And now I've, I've followed so many people. I can't even find every, I wish they had like a 10, 10 or 20 favorite 
of your favorites that you could just like have a little column for. And maybe I'll email them and ask them if they could build that a favorites column for people that you want to check on in the IAS app, you know? Right. You know, there's a lot of people I follow or, or that follow me and actually a, a lot of them aren't like active right now. So I can, you know, I go to certain ones and check on them. If I haven't seen them, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll reach out to them and ask them how they're doing. And um, yeah, it's hard sometimes to find the ones that I want to check on. On now, your profile, but, when you go into who you're following, yeah. you hit profiles and they come up. Yeah. But then my list is so long. <laughs> you know? Oh, I guess you got more than 44. I have 44. <laughs> well, I've, you know, I've ended up following a lot of people. Because I, you know, I care and like, I really am into the people at day zero coming in to the app. I mean, because that's the front line. I notice actually I'm following one you just started following and I've been encouraging them. Yeah. And like there's Broxley on there that, I mean, she had 12 days, went back and forth, had five days. And then then I think she uh, reset yesterday, but she's battling her ass off. She's in the arena. Mm. And um, you can tell how that that guilt and everything is hitting her. But it's like um, once you're in the arena, it's really hard to get out of the arena. Once you start working on yourself, how do you stop? So, I mean, look at you. You've been in the arena a good 10 years, right? Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. (laughs) But you've educated yourself. You're highly educated in alcohol. You know all the different phases of it. Yeah. Uh, another education would be better, though. <laughs> I know. We never stop learning. So let's do this. Let's come back in two weeks. Okay. Let's see where you're at. I love that you you seem like you're encouraged right now, and I love that. Yes. And, yep. and if um, you came up, you coming on here is one of the tools that helps keep you sober, let's use this tool whatever i mean the pod i use podcast to keep sober too and by the way this this podcast is doing really well i think yesterday we had 239 downloads really and it's in 13 countries going right now really wow i mean it's just (laughs) i know um i still don't know what i'm doing you and i were like last night well what are we going to talk about i don't know let's just let it happen and that's This is just real shit. It's real life, real stories, real emotions. This is raw and unfiltered. And and that's, I I just, you know, I want to keep it this way. And let's just see where this takes us and how many people that we can reach out. So I'm going to, let me close this up and then we'll get back with you in two weeks. Thank you everybody for listening to the sober town podcast. Let's jump on that sober train and ride right into the incredible, wonderful world of sobriety and pour the poison down the sink. Blue. Oh, and get in the arena. Right, Blue? Get in the arena. Right. Get in the arena. Thank you all. Very. Thank you, Blue. And thank you, everybody. Bye-bye.